Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What could you expect on your Instrument Pilot Checkride? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, GroundSchoolAcademy.com. Complete private instrument commercial and FOI course, all ACS compliant. Great live presentations in addition to the videos, actual FAA quizzes, and of course... Well, there's also live mock check rides. Well, just like this mock check ride, except we get to do it live. That's the last Monday of every month, groundschoolacademy.com, to check it out and learn more. Podcast listeners, I have something exciting for you. We are doing an actual mock check ride here today. And I've chosen five, what I believe are truly difficult, instrument pilot real. These aren't just like Jason made this up and thought it was a good idea. These are five questions that have been asked over and over on actual IFR instrument pilot check rides. And I'm going to give you those five questions here. I'm going to do it just how I do the audiobook. And by the way, by the time you're listening to this, there's a very high probability the new Instrument Pilot audiobook will be out as well. It's already out, Private Pilot, on Audible. It just launched a few weeks ago, Private, the Private Pilot Checkride book on Audible, and it's already uh, sold a ton. I think we have 30 five-star reviews within a week. So uh, it's really, really great. I anticipate Instrument's going to be just as much of a hit, and that will be out soon too. And it kind of works very similar to this, though, is the reason I share that is I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to pause for a second, let you think about the answer. I'm going to give you the correct answer, and then we're going to go back and talk about why. Why is this the best answer? And that's what we're going to work through here together. Again, we do mock check rides like this at the end of every month, the last Monday of every month with our online ground school members. I believe next Monday uh, is going to be that mock check ride. So uh, lots of great stuff for you ground school members, something to look forward to. And even if you're on our trial, if you're on a part of our Facebook trial, uh, you'll be able to check that out as well here. Let's dive into it. Five actual FAA check ride questions, and it starts here. What is absolute altitude? What is absolute altitude? There's a lot of altitudes. Remember, there's a lot of acronyms in IFR flying, right? It's, this is a tough one. What is absolute altitude? I'm going to give you a second to think about that one. Obviously not to be confused with true altitude and indicated altitude and everything else, right? What is absolute altitude? Well, absolute altitude, the actual FAA definition of it is true altitude minus terrain or elevation. Absolute altitude is your true altitude minus terrain or elevation. And here's how I always remember it. Picture that I'm flying along. And if I was flying and I could shoot a laser beam just straight down to the ground and it was constantly measuring the distance from my airplane to the ground. However, that laser beam gets longer and shorter as I go over rising or sloping or changing terrain, right? So my airplane's maintaining, at least 
according to my altimeter, the same altitude. Yet if I shot a laser that's measuring straight down, that number would constantly be changing based on sloping terrain. That number that that laser would come up with, that is my absolute altitude. In fact, that technology, it exists. It's not used much anymore. It's now dated technology, but there's something called a radar altimeter, and that's exactly what it did. It was on the, underneath the airplane. It broadcast straight down and bounced back up, and it told you your absolute altitude, which is your height above terrain, and it's constantly changing unless you're flying over a very, very flat part of the country. Absolute altitude is your true altitude minus terrain or elevation. Remember, a laser beam straight down. Question number two, name the three types of air mats. Name the three types of air mats. Three types of air mats. This one is interesting. And please, I just talked about this in the private pilot podcast. Please don't fall into a checkride pitfall here. The question is, name the three types of air mats. The question doesn't say name and explain. Now, yes, we're going to explain them, but name the three types. Don't name them and explain them unless you're asked. It's that simple. Don't dig yourself. Don't volunteer more information than is actually requested here. The three types of air mats are Air Met Sierra, Air Met Tango, and Airmet Zulu. Now we can work to explain them. Airmet Sierra. I remember the Sierra, the C, I can't see IFR conditions. Sierra Nevada mountain range, IFR conditions, mountain obscurations. Airmet Sierra, IFR conditions and or mountain obscurations. Airmet Tango, the T in Tango, I remember for turbulence, turbulence or strong winds. Airmet Tango is an airmet for turbulence. And Airmet Zulu, kind of a funny way to remember this, but one of our original online ground school members from uh, probably about 10 years ago now came up with the Z in Zulu for the Z in Zamboni which is, of course, what we use at hockey games and for ice skating rinks, ice, right? Airmet Zulu is for icing conditions. The Z in Zulu, think of a Zamboni, and that'll help you remember ice or icing conditions. Question number three starts to get into some of those IFR acronyms now. What is an MRA... And what does it guarantee you? What is an MRA and what does it guarantee you? If you've done any amount of instrument flying or studying so far, there is one thing that is true. There are a lot more acronyms in IFR flying and you thought private pilot was bad with A Tomato Flames and NW Craft and Arrow and everything else, well, all those acronyms still, still applied to us, right? And then some. These ones, even more important, with altitudes like MRA and, and MOCAs and MDAs and everything else, DH versus DA. But my question is, what is an MRA 
and what does it guarantee you? An MRA is your minimum reception altitude. Minimum reception altitude. And it is the lowest altitude where a fix can be identified by electronic means. MRA, minimum reception altitude. And it's the lowest altitude where a fix can be identified by electronic means. Good one. Question number four. When holding at a fix with an uncharted holding pattern, what should you report to ATC? I'll read it again. When you're holding at a fix with an uncharted holding pattern, what should you report to ATC? I'm holding at a fix. It's an uncharted, unpublished holding pattern. What should I report to ATC is what we want to know. What needs to be reported? I'll start giving you some answers here. You need to notify ATC the direction of the hold, and this is in relation to the fix in a cardinal direction. There's eight cardinal directions, right? Southwest, north, etc. So the direction of my hold in relation to the fix in a cardinal direction. I'm holding southwest of the Jason intersection, right? You want to name the intersection and which direction, southwest, northwest, north, south, whatever it is etc. The name of the holding fix, like we just said, southwest of the Jason of the M0A intersection, and the route of the intended hold. Well, what's the route of my intended hold? Well, does the, the M0A intersection go through Victor 51? So Jason intersection through Victor 51. Or I'm going to hold southwest of the M0A intersection five-mile legs. 60s, you know, or minute legs, whatever. Explain to them your intended route. This is an unpublished hold. They just want to know. They're all about protecting this airspace for you, but they just need to know where you're going to be, right? Don't get too many unpublished holds, but occasionally we'll run into one or two. All right. Fifth and final question, then we'll wrap this up. And again, I encourage you to go back, listen to the private pod podcast, the commercial pod podcast, the CFI podcast. This episode series this week um, is all about mock check rides. That is the theme. Fifth and final question. Define RVR. What is RVR? What does it stand for? And then define it for me. Define RVR. Perhaps you've seen RVR in a, uh, in a METAR. I guarantee you've almost seen it um, in a METAR, especially at some of the busier airports, larger airports, usually during poor weather conditions is when you see RVR. RVR stands for Runway Visual Range. RVR is runway visual range, and it is the horizontal distance from the runway to the end of the approach that is actually visible to the pilot, visible with the naked eye. Runway visual range. If I am looking on the runway 
down the approach. How far can I see? And it's in feet. My rule of thumb is when we start getting into RVR and you start telling me visibility is 2,000 feet, I'm probably not going to be shooting an instrument approach there. There's a high probability I'm going missed if I attempt that, right? If I can only see 2,000 feet in front of me. That's not my idea of, of fun in a 172 shooting an approach down to minimums, right? That's just, uh, I'm getting too old for that, right? So anyways, but listen, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you'll go back. Listen, uh, month after month, the private, the instrument, the commercial, the CFI podcasts continue to be some of the most listened to and most highly reviewed aviation podcasts on iTunes. And it's because of great listeners to your, like yourself. So thank you so much. I do hope you'll consider us for all your flight training needs or listen, even if you just love this content, you love the YouTube videos, I hope you'll stop by at Sun and Fun or Oshkosh or just an air show or a seminar we host one day or just on a Facebook or YouTube live and just say hi. Uh, we, we love hearing from the M0A nation. So listen, enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.